Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? This is Morning Joe with Tony Flo, and you know who I is. This is Tony Flo that you're listening to, okay? We're going to get started. We're going to just jump on in here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about last week. We talked about emotional intelligence uh, or EQ, if you will. You haven't checked that out. Go listen to that. Give it a little peep. Give it a little peep, and uh, then dive on into this because we're going to kind of uh, go down the same vein here. I want to talk about something here, uh, a characteristic um, that is critical, that deserves further expansion, if you will, um, because once you uh, acquire this characteristic or, I guess, uh, utilize it, it's going to have a huge impact, huge impact on uh, your emotional intelligence. So we're going to dive into it. So let's get started. Let's do this thing. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. So as you heard me say, we le- talked about last week about emotional intelligence, right? Our uh, EQ. So I started off with saying somebody who is emotional, especially in their music, NF. NF, okay? He starts. Uh, he says in one of his songs, know that your feelings might give wrong directions. So I took that, went with it, right? We talked about how anger, depression, uh, slash discouragement, joy, happiness, slash excitement, um, all these things, they can kind of lead us incorrectly. They can lead us incorrectly and ultimately stopping us from doing what we want to do because, as NF said, know that your feelings might give wrong directions. They can kind of lead us astray, if you will. Now, you're saying that doesn't make sense. We'll go on and listen to that last podcast, um, and then let's see if... Uh, if there's any enlightenment that happens. So let's dive on in here, okay? Let's let's talk about one important facet here that I think deserves further expansion. Uh, it goes along the same vein of emotional intelligence, and you'll see it kind of tied together nicely here, okay? So there's one important facet here, and that is self-awareness. Self-awareness. And what I kind of want to get into here that there are... There are four things, really, that I want to talk about um, that self-aware people know that others do not. Four things that self-aware people know that others do not. Okay? Now, number one. Number one. Drum roll. I'm just kidding. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have that kind of stuff. Come on now. Number one. Their impact on others. How exactly do your emotions affect others around you. We can look at it like that, right? Self-aware people know their impact on others. That includes their emotions. So we can also ask, kind of looking at it from a different direction here, what is it like to be on the other side of you when you're acting out, when your emotions are kind of creeping up to the surface? Okay, uh, for instance, think about this, okay? You have a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. I mean, it's not me. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody has a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. Now, your emotions from the bad day can have a negative impact on your spouse, can have a negative impact on your kids, your friends, coworkers, etc. can have a negative impact on them. Now, what is it like to be on the other side of you during this bad day, how does those emo- how do those emotions affect others around you? Now, 
This is why self-awareness is important. This is why it's important. (laughs) This is why self-awareness is important because it helps us to stop that and address that issue, that specific issue. You know, we don't let what what self-aware people do is they don't allow that bad day, those bad emotions, that bad experience, whatever it may be, they don't allow it to allow it to spill out and and overflow so that it affects other people. They don't allow that to happen. They can separate, they become they aware, they're self-aware. All right, I've had a bad day. I've had a bad day. This is something I got to deal with. It's not, it's not fair to put the, these emotions out on my spouse or my child. They are aware of their impact that their emotions have on others. When you stop using your emotion, when you stop using your emotions, rather, as the only filter through which you process your attitude and actions, you actually grow as a person. Stop using your emotions. Stop using your emotions as, you know, your only lens to view how you're experiencing the day. Stop using your emotions as the only filter through which you process your own little attitude, how you act, how you respond, your actions. Stop using your emotions because once you do that, you will grow as a person. All right. That's number one. Number two. Number two. Listen. Number two. Their weaknesses. Self-aware people know their weaknesses. Now, we don't like to admit it, right? We never really like to admit that we have weaknesses, but we have to admit we all have weaknesses somewhere, okay? And understanding and respecting your weaknesses actually make you easier to work with. And you become a bit more valuable to the people around you. Okay, now, if that doesn't make sense, think about it. Think about it, because by understanding your weaknesses, you allow space for others to actually shine. You allow space for others to utilize their strengths. All right, let's put this into perspective a little bit. Now, if you kind of, if you follow me on, on social media, Instagram specifically, you'll see, you would have seen, I put on my story our band that we have in church. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I'm part of a band. Yeah, you know, it's no big deal. It's whatever. (laughs) There's a band that I'm a part of, okay? Now, the thing here is is not... There might be one, two, I don't know, three people talented in the band that know how to play this instrument, that instrument. They know how to do all of it. They know how to do vocals. They know how to do vocals and they have rhythm and what whatever it could be, right? But being part of a band here, you have to be good at one thing and you allow others to be good at their thing. Yeah, there's a such thing as one-man band. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm getting at here is that there are other people who have... There are other people who have their own strengths and you have your strengths. You also have your weaknesses. Me, I cannot sing. I cannot sing, but I can play guitar. I cannot sing, but I can play the drums. 
But if I were to say, oh, well, I can do this and I can do that. Well, I, you know, actually I know how to sing too. I'm good at that. No, you got to recognize. I recognize my weakness. I cannot sing. That's where somebody, somebody else, that's somebody else's space to shine. That's somebody else to use their strengths. So this is what I mean. It's important to understand your weaknesses. Not saying that, you know, you can't grow your weaknesses or overcome, rather, your weaknesses. That's not what I'm talking about here. You got to recognize, you got to know your weaknesses. Self-aware people know their weaknesses. Now, it takes real real humility, real humility for people to admit where they're not strong, where they're not good, where others are better than them. It takes real humility for people to admit that. But this characteristic itself is very, very endearing. It's very endearing when somebody's able to recognize and have the humility that, you know what, I'm not strong in this area. This is some this is for somebody else to shine. This is I look it. If we're gonna be a good team, I can't be a part of it. <laughs> if we're gonna be a good band, you don't want me doing vocals. Okay, you don't want me doing vocals. Somebody else, this is somebody else's space to shine. This is somebody else's place to utilize their strength. Okay, that's number three. You or number two, sorry. You know self-aware people know their strengths. Now number three. Now we're talking about number three. And this is conversely, conversely to number two. This is conversely talking about their strengths. Self-aware people know their strengths. Now, what I mean by this is you acknowledge your gifts. Doesn't it's not a pride thing here. It's okay to acknowledge your gifts. You were given these talents, your abilities, your skills. You're given those for a reason. You're blessed with those for a reason. I would actually argue and say that it, it's actually selfish to not lean into those strengths. Yeah, I said it. it. Might be selfish for you to not lean into your strengths and acknowledge your gifts. Now, one man said that if you regularly regularly do what you're created to do, the likelihood of growing cynical, disconnected, proud, or irrelevant diminishes. If you regularly do what you were created to do, yeah. You were created with these talents, these abilities, these skills for a reason. You need to regularly do what you were created to do. Use, utilize these strengths, these skills, these talents. In fact, some of the best leaders are known to lead into their strengths and use them for a larger mission. Use them for a larger mission. And what I mean by that is something that isn't, for their own gain, not their own mission, right? Not They're not using their strengths for their own gain, their own mission. And what what couple of names that come immediately to mind are, um, I mentioned Jocko Willink a lot. Now his mission isn't, it isn't about himself. He's, he owns his own company, Echelon Front. It helps uh, grow leadership and, and he talks all around the world. All these things, right? His mission is to create and influence the generation after him to become the leaders that they need to be. That's mission. That's something that's greater than him. That's a larger mission. 
Uh, you can look at Abraham Lincoln, for example. I, I did, I think one of my first episodes was on Abraham Lincoln and Winston Churchill and how, and how their leadership characteristics were tremendous and their faults were tremendous, but their missions were larger than themselves. Abraham Lincoln, you, I mean, if you don't know history, I mean, if you don't know history, then dig into what Abraham Lincoln did. I mean, Emancipation Proclamation, I mean, uh, led the United States during the Civil War. I mean, right, these are missions that were larger than themselves, that they're a part of. And this is where their strengths, when they lean into their strengths, it, it has a huge impact, not just on them and their lives, but uh, they influence the next generation. It's, it's selfish of you to not lean into your strengths and utilize them because you're given those for a reason. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll get off that here for a minute. All right, so that's number three. You, self-aware people know their strengths. Number four, final, final, final one. Number four, self-aware people know their limits. Self-aware people know their limits. They know their realistic limits. And okay, if think about this. In other words, where they end, they know where they end and where others need to begin. They know where they end and where others need to begin. So it's not about completing their mission, right? It's not com- about completing that mission. That's, that's all about them. It's about completing the larger mission where they say, they pass off the baton and say, okay, this is... I, this is my limit. I can't go further than this. This is where I'm unable, I'm incapable to further on the mission. I, I'm an, I need to pass it on. I need to, I need to pass it on to somebody else. They know where they need to end and where others need to begin. Now, likewise, if they're tired, they acknowledge it and they need to rest up. If they need a break, they take one. But when they're going, when they're going... They run on all cylinders. They run on all cylinders, but they need to acknowledge when they're tired so they can rest up. They know their limits. Self-aware people know their limits. Leaders who know their limits are actually more often than not able to operate closer to their potential than leaders who don't know their limits. Think about that. If somebody doesn't know their realistic limits and they just continue to chug along, chug along, chug along, all they care about is completing that mission, getting that mission done. They believe they're the only ones with the abilities, the the skills, the mindset. They don't pass it on to somebody else. They don't worry about building up somebody else to get that mission done. They don't know their limits. They don't see where they need to end and where somebody else needs to begin. That's why I worded it that way. Because it's not about, you know, I, I, I know people say, sky's the limit, man. I, I got no limits. I, I understand that. I get that. And, you know, there's, there's, I, there's truth to that. What I'm saying here is part of the larger mission, right? Now I'm going to be talking here with one of my good friends, um, Nick, and one of my other good friends, Austin Nealon. And we're going, to be, uh, we're going to talk about some of these larger missions here, okay? Because I think some of them are, there's, there's some good examples that go along with what I'm saying here. But it, you got to know your limits. 
You got to know your limits because it's important for you to understand where you need to end and where somebody else needs to begin, where they can utilize their strengths to continue to grow as a person. All right. So I guess in recap here, developing a deeper self-awareness is a key component, key component to becoming who you were created to be. I'm talking about self-awareness. Now, you become a very self-aware person, I guarantee your emotional intelligence will greatly improve. It will greatly improve. And it's simply by these four things. Knowing your impact on others and how your emotions affect others. Knowing your weaknesses. Knowing your strengths. And knowing your limits. Self-aware people know these things. And people who are not self-aware will not recognize these things. And that is why self-awareness is a critical, critical component to your emotional intelligence. All right, y'all. That's all I got for you this week. I hope that made sense because, you know what, I felt like it was something that deserved a bit more expansion. You can't just talk about something that sounds all smarty and nerdy like emotional intelligence or EQ and not kind of further explain yourself, you know. So I felt the need to talk about self-awareness here. Um, And you know what, you guys know where you can reach me on Instagram at Tony Flow Podcast. You guys can email me, TonyFlowPodcast at gmail.com. You guys have any questions, maybe a topic you want me to hit, maybe somebody you want me to try to interview. Can't guarantee I can get them, but you know, I can try and I will try. Hit me up. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. All right, y'all got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. As one of my good friends says, as I guess a lot of people say that, but it is the truth. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Grow a little bit. Let's become a bit more self-aware. The challenge this week, the challenge this week, do you know your impact on others? Can you recognize your impact on others and how your emotions have affected others? Let's start there. All right, y'all, that's all I got this week. Let's have a great week. Let's go up. Let's get it. Get after it. That's all I got. I'm out.